Today, Glenda Allen Wasser chats with Peter Watts, the Managing Director of the Canadian Malting Barley Technical Centre, about some recent funding from Ottawa, last year's crop and prospects for new varieties. Now, Peter, what we wanted to focus in on is that the Federal Agriculture Minister recently announced over $960,000 for the Canadian Malting Barley Technical Centre. Remind us about some of the work that we see being done at the centre. Canadian Malting Barley Technical Centre is a not-for-profit member-based organization that provides technical and marketing support to the Canadian barley value chain. So we work with our members, uh, including uh, grain companies, malting companies, seed companies and breeders to to help uh, commercialize new Canadian malting barley varieties in the domestic and international marketplace, uh, working with uh, maltsters and brewers in uh, places like China and Japan to promote a Canadian malting barley um, and its, its high quality value proposition. And we use our technical services at the head office in Winnipeg with our pilot malting and brewing facilities to carry out some of this work. Before we get into the funding that the centre is receiving and what we're going to see happen with that, talk to us a little bit about the quality of the the product that came in last year and how in turn our customers reacted to that. 2021 was a very challenging crop year uh, with the drought and the heat. Um, and as a result, the barley um, harvested in Western Canada was uh, very high protein content, for example, um, and there were some other quality challenges. Protein is an issue for the maltsters and brewers. Typically, they like a lower protein content, somewhere in the sort of 10 to 12.5% range, but the average this year was closer to 14%. So that's creating a lot of challenges um, for the malting and brewing industry uh, here in Canada and, and for our international customers. Now, as we mentioned, uh, the uh, centre is receiving over $960,000 from Ottawa. Talk to us a little bit about the importance of this funding and how it's going to be used. Well, the agri-marketing program funding uh, is really critical to uh, the CNDTC. Um, We've been a recipient of funding through um, Agriculture and Agri-Food Canada's agri-marketing program uh, really since the inception of the CNBTC 20 years ago. Um, but it, it constitutes uh, really core funding uh, to support the market ap- market development activities that we do uh, in the global market uh, and to promote um, the quality of Canadian barley and malting barley specifically uh, to our customers. Uh, again, using our technical services and uh, communicating and promoting the quality uh, of Canadian barley to end users. So where do we see our key markets and uh, where do you think we can gain some ground now? Well, we are very uh, heavily reliant on uh, a couple of export markets. In particular, China is really our largest market for barley, um, our largest export market for barley, I should say. Um, And uh, our domestic malting industry, which also is uh, one of the largest markets for, for Canadian malting barley, uh, they're also quite reliant on a few select export markets for processed malt, such as the United States and Japan. So we certainly could use some diversification in our markets. Um, countries like Mexico offer enormous opportunity for both uh, malting barley and processed malt. We're already selling uh, quite a lot of processed malt there. Um, and then other markets in South America, for example, Colombia, Ecuador, and Peru 
uh, are markets with great opportunities. And some of the Southeast Asian markets, uh, like Vietnam and South Korea, and of course Japan, offer opportunity for growth for Canadian barley and malt products. How much is actually used domestically and what's exported? The domestic malting industry in Canada uh, purchases about 1.1 million tonnes of malting barley each year for processing, and about two-thirds of that is exported uh, as processed malt to our customers internationally, and about one-third of it is used by the domestic brewing industry uh, right here in Canada. So moving forward, uh, you talked about some some markets that we want to move into. Do you see growth potential for more acreage within Canada as well? Well, Canadian barley, barley has to be competitive for Canadian producers in order to grow it. Um, We've seen very strong barley prices in the past couple of years, and that's actually supported uh, increased acreage. Um, We actually had the highest uh, seeded area in 2021 um, in about uh, 12 years. But, of course, all crops now uh, are very high-priced, and so it's going to be uh, interesting to see uh, how uh, what farmers choose to grow in, in 2022. I think uh, in the long run, uh, with new malting barley varieties um, that are being registered in Canada with higher yields, that and better disease resistance, better uh, lodging resistance, uh, this will encourage producers to consider growing malting or growing barley, both malting and feed, um, and uh, keep us uh, keep barley competitive in in future with with other crops and keep us competitive in the international market. You referenced uh, the work being done as far as new malting barley varieties. Uh, of course, last week we saw the Prairie Grain Development Committee meetings. You took part in that. Are you excited about? some of the things you're seeing coming down the pipeline? Absolutely. I mean, Canada has world-class uh, breeding programs um, that are developing uh, and, uh, and registering uh, <clears throat> barley varieties that are very high quality, and that, that quality is recognized uh, by our, our customers around the world. So we have a reputation for very um, high-quality multi-barley uh, varieties, and of course our producers know how to grow uh, malting barley to make it uh, to keep it uh, high quality Uh, our exporters know how to export it to processors Um, so the whole value chain in canada is is uh, uh, very efficient and and producing high quality product uh, for our customers so yeah very excited to see the new varieties that are coming being uh, registered uh, this year and in the past couple of years Um, and um, and we're working hard to get those uh, commercialized and, and uh, in the system for our, our international customers. The key, of course, is to make sure that all areas across that value change, transportation-wise, are, are firing in full force. Absolutely. So we, we work uh, closely with our uh, stakeholders, our members here in Canada, as mentioned, including uh, from breeders and growers uh, through the uh, grain companies and malting companies, to make sure that we are uh, communicating, discussing about the new varieties uh, and getting them into the system as quickly as possible so we can benef- you know, maximize the return on investment uh, for these uh, new varieties. And, um, and, and as they're more better yielders, better disease resistance, ultimately uh, more com- makes the whole industry more competitive. Overall, final thoughts, key comments you would like to leave with producers today? Well, let's hope that we get some good precipitation leading into 2022 
um, and have a have a good uh, good start to the season. Uh, the world needs Canadian barley, so let's hope we have a good crop this year. I've been talking with Peter Watts. Peter is the managing director for the Canadian Malting Barley Technical Centre. For Golden West, I'm Glendalee Allen Vossler. Thanks, Glendalee. That's it for the Prairie Eggwire for today. If you have any questions or opinions to share, send them to us by email, thefarmdesk at goldenwest.ca. On behalf of Glendalee Allen Vossler, I'm Corey Canute. Thanks for listening and have a great afternoon. The Prairie Eggwire will return tomorrow on the Golden West Farm Network.